Hello, hello to all my hairstylist friends. If you are behind the chair and you are not feeling 100% confident in your hair color skills, especially when it comes to formulation, if you find yourself struggling with brassy results and not being able to complete services that your clients are showing you photographs of, this is the place to be. Welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I have been a colorist behind the chair for 33 years. 17 of those years, I've decided to specialize in hair color, and I am now teaching full-time to bring the latest and greatest to you, the busy hairstylist, to up your game in hair color. Hello, and welcome back to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Today's special guest is Katrina Kelly. She is from Ireland. She is behind the chair doing color and all the other things in the salon. And she's also both an independent educator as well as a member of the European design team for Joyco. And I have to mention that she is a left-handed stylist. So all you lefties out there looking for an educator that can feel the difference between a lefty and a right-handed person needs to know this person and needs to have her education. I get that question a lot. Um, Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to have you and welcome. Thank you so much. I am so excited to be here. I can't wait to just have the chats and I guess um, delve into hair and education and um you know the, the, our industry i love our industry i just think it's the best industry in the world love it. i agree and i love all the different facets of it when when you and i just jumped on before we hit record i said oh my gosh i love your hair color i am so boring i've been wearing the same color for you know 30 plus years with a little bit of difference in the shade of blonde but i've pretty much been a blonde forever and you said so am i but i love to put different tones in. So, you know, people watching on YouTube are going to see your color, but the people listening to the podcast are going to be like, what is her color? So it's like this perfect <laughs> peachy pinky. It's the shade that I'm always looking to get. And, and it either leans too rose or too violet or too peach. So it's absolutely perfect. And you shared a little tip that I wanted to make sure that we get onto the recording, how you get that beautiful yeah, color. So- so underneath all of this, um, I'm blonde. So my hair is bleached, basically. Um, and so something that I love to do is mix my direct colors. So for instance, we'll say Jico Intensity with conditioner. Um, and basically, it's not even that it, you know, I would have thought that it dilutes it. It's not, it slightly changes the tone. Um, but also what it does is um, the molecules are much larger. So they will fade off or wash off the hair much quicker so I love the fact that it might only actually wash what uh, it might only last uh, two to four washes you know and I, I do this actually with a lot of my clients as well you know that client that is afraid they love their blonde and they're like oh, I don't know but I'd love to try something and they're like oh I don't know and I'm like let's just mix some conditioner in there with it because um you know and, and I'll explain it to them as well and how it works and you have that client that'll would say oh I loved and it faded really beautifully so if I have a client that loves that kind of pearly blonde sometimes I'll add a little bit of a pink and maybe a little bit of a violet in there as well and because the violet will just slightly kind of neutralize the yellow tone but the pink 
actually it just embraces that pearl tone so when it does fade off the client is even left with you know this beautiful pearly blonde which they love as well so um it's kind of like they're getting two for one in a way you know they they, they love it the day they leave they get loads of selfies and then they, they actually love it as, as it fades off as well but they know it's going to fade and i think it's all down to that communication isn't it because sometimes you know we do these gorgeous colors and we might not say to the client about like how, how it's going to last, but the client loves it and they want it to stay like that forever. <laughs> and that's not realistic because hair fades. And um, so I like to kind of explain it in that in that way. And because the clients know, then most of the time they'll, they'll go home with something that they can put in again as well at home. And to me, it feels safer if there's some conditioner in there as well for the hair. Now, do you mix them up a little conditioner cocktail for them to retouch it at home? Do you put your direct eye right into conditioner and send them home with it? Yeah, so sometimes we will do, um, we'll make up like a color conditioner for them and we'll kind of, we, we mix it in the salon. Um, so like that as well. Another thing, a, a great tip that I have, because I'm a colorist 26 years now, and I've had Botox as well. So I, I was going to say, say you, you look people, amazing. <laughs> a, a lot of people say to me, you look very young. I'm like, I act young because I want to stay young forever. Um, but I've had <laughs> Botox, <laughs> but I'm 26 years um, in the industry. And I just, I love, I love learning. Um, but I, you know, I, I love to kind of explain everything to clients because when I have to explain stuff to them, it makes me, um, you know, want to learn. So I, I need to understand what I'm saying. Like, so I love that bit of accountability that I, I have to put that on myself as well, you know? So um, I forget where I was going with this. I was going to say something. Sending, sending them home with the uh, conditioner with the Vivid in it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And just exactly kind of explaining this to them. Oh, and a, a tip that I have is what I love to do um, again as as a colorist is if I'm talking to a client, you know, about a particular color um, I will even just make up a small amount of it and I'll place a little bit even on their hair or we have like blonde hair strands and we'll just and I'll show them. And if they kind of like, oh, I like that, but I, I think I'd like it a little bit pinker. It just allows me to start kind of nearly formulating it in front of them so you're 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 customizing it in front of them instead of just handing it to them so I feel like they're kind of part of the journey of it as well and they love that so um and that's kind of what we did as well through lockdown we're just just back now as well after lockdown so um but a lot of my clients who are, have come in this week have have said oh my goodness those color conditioners that you made were just they just loved it because their hair still felt amazing you know and and looked gorgeous I had tones going through it as well for their for their, their zoom calls well you are going to have your hands full I know that you all just opened um a friend of mine <laughs> Justina from Ireland we've kept in touch through the pandemic and she uh, was going she's like I just want to do hair again and and we yeah, were chatting about the the size of the regrowth you know that's yeah. a whole other topic I mean you can't yeah. treat it as a regular retouch and then then the question is is it the client's fault? Like, should the client pay more because we have to do more when it's not their fault that they couldn't come, but it's not your fault either? So should you eat yeah. the cost of the extra color and the extra time? Does the no. client eat it? Like, where? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's where it gets tricky because it really is no one's fault, but it's not yeah. a single process retouch when it's this much regret. No, no. And, and do you know what I would say as well is, it, like, again, I can only talk about Ireland because I know what's going on here. 
within Ireland, we got a thing called PUP, which is called, it, we, we, we've nicknamed it the PUP which is um, it's an amount of money that our government has given us while we are off work. So um, and it's in around 350 or but it could go between, I think, 280 or 220 to 350. Um, but a lot of people um, have been able to save during the pandemic. So although some people have been paying their bills and everything else, um, a lot of people have been able to save. So what we have discovered is a lot of clients have money, so they have money and they want to spend it. Um, and I don't think, you know, as a business, we can absorb that amount of, you know, money, like when it comes to um, color and everything else, like the, the amount of color that we have to, to use, but also like we have to think about everything we're doing and plan everything. And I know we, we do that anyway, but I just think there's a lot more planning and preparation that goes into longer regrowth, planning, sitting down with your client, plus you're welcoming them, welcoming them back. And, you know, we're, you're having that conversation and it's so, it's so lovely. Like just even the gifts clients are bringing in into us this week. And just like one of my clients yesterday was just so emotional. And she just said, Katrina, I just missed you Aww. so much. And I just, and she said to me, I, I, I did put colour in my hair at home. And I said, look, you did what you needed to do at that exactly. time. And right now I'm the professional. I'm here to fix whatever like I need to do. I've trained my hardest for this. And, you know, like the way doctors train for, for, for you know, oh, sorry, I'll turn that on silent. My husband is texting me. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I feel like this is what we've all trained for, you know, and it, like and all the, the color courses and the education and the hair science that we've been learning through the pandemic. You know, this is what we, we've trained for is all the, the long regrowth, the new plan and what we're going to do next. And um, and just making clients feel, you know, welcome. Like I remember the first the first lockdown. And if I went to, to the supermarket, if I seen someone with fresh roots, I was nearly looking at them going, oh, oh, just fresh roots. <laughs> but this time around, I was just like, you know what, do what you need to do, because it, I felt this lockdown was a lot harder on people. And, you know, some people just had to go for the box dies. And, and if that's what they had to do, that's what they had to do. But as a professional and as, you know, a, a salon who has empathy for humans, then we welcome everybody in and we were there to fix problems. And, and and that's what we're there to do. Plus, um, I just, you know, I love kind of trying to, I guess, look at it in an aerial view and kind of think, right, what can we do here and what do we need to do here? And and I, I think as well, everything that has happened with clients' hairs at home, whether they've left it to grow and their hairs after getting longer, like you can you can kind of... Um, I don't know you can pivot so you can pivot your plan now with our clients like what we we have to do with business we have to pivot our you know our businesses but now we and our education business which is online so but now we get to pivot our plans with our clients and clients who never probably would have had their hair long or never would have maybe gone for you know a, a balayage or the root shadows now actually have natural ones you know and they're loving it so it's you know I think there's a lot of goodness that has you know a lot of good that's coming out of this as well and I, I definitely think we are an industry that has you know we, we we've always been an industry that has you know loved education but I definitely feel like out of everything worldwide hairdressing has come out as you know the type of industry that really cares about learning and their education and and now I do think, you know, there's a lot of colorists and hair salons that have gotten in touch with me and now they, they finally know their worth and now they're charging the prices they should be charging. And I think as an industry worldwide, we we have upped our game and, and we all know our value now, which is 
I think it's special right now. I think our industry has always been special, but I think now other people know how special it is. I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's up leveled everything so much that it's not, you know, we're not being compared to, um, <clears throat> incidental services that our clients happen to do like the dry cleaner and the, you know, yeah. think things that they just do along the way, their, their personal trainer or whatever. Now it's like, they missed us more than their doctor, their lawyer, their dentist, you yeah. know, all the people that they pay the bigger bucks to. It yeah. was like, wow, I really do need my hairdresser. So I think, Absolutely. I think there's been more than more good than negative. And I think as yeah. an educator, what I have found to be missing, especially with hair color is a quality consultation. Yes. And because we've been away from our clients for so long, we started doing virtual consultations because we needed to know how much time we need it when they came yeah. back in the salon. Well, we're going to continue to do that because Absolutely. we don't have to have an interruption in our day to have somebody sit and chit chat as a new client and take up a spot that we would be productive behind the chair. Now we're going to do them when we're not in the salon and be prepared for when they are. So a lot of the tech, I think technology and the hairdresser you know, for me as, as a virtual educator, the hardest thing for me when I first started was most hairdressers didn't know what Zoom was. They didn't yeah. know how to do any of this stuff. And now when I say to somebody who asked me a question, I'm like, oh, here's the Zoom link, jump on. They jump right on. The audio is good. And yeah. I'm like, that's amazing. You know, that yeah. like grandmoms know how to Zoom their grandkids. And yeah, you know, the, the connection is so much stronger, even though we've been forced to be a part, we're so much closer from a technological standpoint. So I can't wait to come to Ireland. Now I know you and Justina. I, I know to visit. It's it's on my bucket list. Oh, but. we we will we will bring you on a tour tour around Ireland and um and to all the, the salons as well. Well, I was going to say I think we should do uh, an event where we all collaborate and do an actual event because someone actually wrote to me and yeah. said, "Do you ever come to Ireland to teach?" And I was like. I'll come if you have people that will, you know, show up, I'll, I'll fly there and, and show up for you. So I know as you do that, you know, we love being behind the chair. We love our clients, but there's just something yeah. so special about being an educator and seeing those light bulbs go off with people understanding something that they may have missed along the way. So like, what is your favorite thing about being an educator versus being in the salon? I think with, with education, you are, you're, you're kind of, you're helping to set. So like, so the, the moments that I even remember of, you know, with the, those moments that when something drops and I'm like, oh my God, that's why. And it just clicks. And that feeling of empowerment that I feel in those moments, I'm able to educate somebody and give, give that to them. But also I'm still learning. I will never like I, I you know, I even like <laughs> I'm always learning. Like so I like I will never stop. Um oh for reference for the podcast, I just held up a hair chemistry book. Um but <laughs> um but like you know it's it's just that that you know that you're helping to set somebody up and it's the empowerment. So when you become an educator, you're helping to empower other people through knowledge and confidence. Because I think when you have, when you know how to, you know, do something or or understand, it's the why. When you when you know the why of something, you just feel so empowered and you have confidence, and that helps in consultation as well. Because it, it's just it's that empowerment. I just I love it, and I love, you know, a lot of people get in touch with me through social media and. I'm willing to help anybody and 
um and and again like that as well a lot of people say to me you know Katrina you do so much for free but I get so much back and even all the people that I do things for free they all come on my my courses you know they 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 give so much back to me as well they tell other people about me it's and I just think we we can all uplift the industry together as well like just incredible educators out there I'm like I'm just I'm besotted with educators I'm just I, I love them and I love learning there's always something that I will pick up from from somebody whether it might be you know I've had moments where I'm educating something and it might not be fully correct I thought it was correct at the time you know because I learned it and then I've went on and somebody might have approached me and said oh did you know this about this and I was like oh and then I had to go and discover that. And then, you know, I've had to chase my tail again and say, so, you know, that thing that I told you, well, I've actually learned this bit of information afterwards. And I love that because what that does is, is you know, anyone that I'm educating to, they kind of, they know that I'm always looking for the latest information and they know that I'm not afraid to admit if actually I've learned something in my own class, you know, that way as well. Because I don't think we all know absolutely everything. I think everything kind of evolves a little bit as well. And, um, but I love that. I love the the, I love that that the human connections through education as well. I think it's pretty special. There's one of my children coming up the stairs. <laughs> so sorry. Where are you, mom? You're not allowed to be. <laughs> it's over there alone. I've just, <laughs> I've just. So my favorite thing that you said is knowing the why. That is like the crux of my entire education program. When someone reaches out with a question, they are yearning for me to give them a recipe. And I'm sure you get the same exact thing. Here's my yeah. client. This is what she wants. What should I do? And I say, let's walk through this together. You know, what, what do you think you need to do? Like I try to get them to find the answer on their own because what I found as a beginning educator, I would just keep answering with the, the answer. And yes. I started to do research on, you know, what it's like to be uh, a qualified and quality teacher. And what yeah. I learned is there's four different types of learners. You know, we tend as educators to assume that people learn the way that we learn. So we teach to ourselves, to how we yeah. would want to be taught. And then yeah. when I learned about the four different types, I was like, oh, wow, this is more pressure. So when I created the online course, I had to speak to all four types of learners. So there's some, yeah. some people that need to see a demonstration. They're visual learners. And then there's some people that need to be told their audio. They need to hear you say it and then they can do it. And then there's people who have to absolutely do it or they can't repeat it. Um, and there's people who love those head shapes and charts and visuals with like spreadsheets and, and you know, um, diagrams, that is not my forte. I am terrible with that. My drawings are horrible and you'll never understand what I'm trying to teach with that. But the bottom line is it all goes back to the why. The Simon Sinek book, you know, what is your why was such oh, a powerful book. It changed Simon everybody's, Sinek. yeah. It like, yeah. you, he, you he never like, really thought about that you really didn't understand why. You know, you, you mix this with this and you set the timer but do you really know why you did it? Like you explained with your yeah. vivid and conditioner, I'm mixing the direct dye and the conditioner because the, the molecules are larger. It's not gonna stain that blonde hair. I'm not gonna be stuck with it like a manic panic or splat yeah. or something that I know that client's gonna be stuck peach for another two years until it grows out. So 
you not only understand your why, you're taking the time to educate your client as to the why. And I, I can guess, I don't know you well enough, but I'm guessing you're fully booked because most yeah. people don't feel the need to explain anything to their client. And then you have those, those other stylists who give too much information. They'll write yeah. to me and they'll say, my client won't let me use bleach. I'm like, wait, I'm sorry. Why are you asking your client what you're allowed to use on her? <laughs> when did that start? <laughs> Do you know, it's funny. I am. Um, so I had uh, like, I've had lots of clients in like, but I, I remember like this particular week I had this particular client in and I was trying to, cause I, I would on my social media, I would write out a lot of just even down to the color wheel to keep it really simple and, um, you know, yellow and um, violet and, you know, and maybe two parts violet and, and one part yellow and kind of what that's going to, you know, more or less equal on, on, on like the color palette in a way. And I, I write it with a green marker and I've been doing that for a couple of years and it's just something that I would have put on social media and stuff. But one of my clients, it was a new client at the time and she came in and she She's like, oh, can you just write everything out the way? Because if I was educating in salons, I would take this green marker and I would write over every salon that I was teaching. I'd write all over the mirrors. And it kind of looked a little bit like it was just a bit crazy but because it, it was just numbers and everything else or colors that I was writing. But again, it's just for those visual learners who are also there. Um, but also, no, actually not even just for the visual learners, for the ones who, you know, need the numbers or need the colours wrote down. And um, But she had seen this and she had followed my journey and she was like, can you just write on the mirror, like, you know, what you're explaining? So I remember getting my green marker and writing, like drawing a green apple because I was like, she's not going to understand everything, you know, from like, you know, the hair sciencey side. Um, and so I was like, well, I need to try and make sure that I'm keeping it, you know, that it's client safe um, education as well. So I, I drew an apple and I was explaining about, you know, the apple and the skin is like basically your cuticles and, and a way it can kind of protect and um, and the inside of the apple is kind of like the cortex. And then the, the pip is like the uh, medulla and, you know, um, and then I was like, now, if you have over 200 medulas, um, and you eat them uh, that's poison so don't do that because like can you draw poison I was like no so I was drawing drawing this apple and going through everything I was like I've given you a recipe if anything ever goes wrong in a relationship um but I I drew and explained in that way but she just loved the whole it was nearly theatrical for her and she loved yeah. the understanding of it and then she understood like how, you know why it's important to protect the cuticles and why we do why we like to seal cuticles after you know um a, a chemical process and and she just understood everything so when I spoke to her then about going for and um, we were doing a k-pack for for step um, hair repair treatment before her her um, chemical service everything that I, that I explained to her and beforehand I had done like an online consultation and she had bought products so she was kind of prepping her hair beforehand so she was so invested in me because I drew this apple on the mirror you know and I just explained it, but I but like that as well it's explaining it in a way that that particular person is going to be able to absorb it because sometimes and I've learned that even with my team you know I have 14 um team members who work for me and they all have a different I call it have you ever read that book it's called um the love languages oh yeah it's, mine is mine is yeah. gift giving my love language oh I love it I, I love gift giving too and um, my husband is the total opposite and I would have bought him mine a gift and he's like 
<laughs> yeah. And I, I'd, I'd buy him like, you know, a designer shirt. I'm like, no, that's good. You're going to love it. And he'd be just like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> expecting like him to be like, <gasps> but, um, and then expecting him to return the favor too. <laughs> but, yeah, it's not happening. <laughs> no. But, but what I've learned even from that book is, I, I like I call it now, it's um education language. So what's everyone's, you know, love language, but education language. And even with team that. as well, sometimes their education language is praise. So when they get something and I praise them, they're going to keep repeating and they, they get better at that particular thing because I've praised them when they got it right. Um, and then I have others who, you know, they can they literally will see something once and they have it, but they haven't a clue about the hair science. They don't even want to know about the hair science until they need to know when something goes wrong and then they're ringing me. And then I say to them, now do you understand that it's really important that you know the why? Because you need me now, but you didn't, you know, until now. And and again, it's just trying to explain that as well, that it's brilliant to be, you know, be a great finisher. It's brilliant to um, be able to do a brilliant technique, but it's genius to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And sometimes we just keep repeating things because it's working until the day it stops working because maybe, yeah. you know, absolutely environments change. And that that is even why I think hair you know hair color hair hair changes I think humans change like if we evolve so everything else has to evolve with it as well so that's why I think education has to evolve um along with as well and that's why like I'm actually as excited today about learning as I was 26 years ago so I love learning and I love learning off everybody I'll pick up something along the way off everybody I just have to be very careful that um because there were like I there was certain things that I learned years ago and I didn't question it at the time. And I took it as, you know, that's correct until um, it wasn't. And I found out the hard way. So now I question everything and I question myself. So if I've actually um, had a consultation with a client, and you know, I've come up with the formula and I'm in, you know, I've done the plan. I always question myself. So I write down what I'm going to use. And then I say, Katrina, why are you using And I've often said it out loud. My team come in and say, you're talking to yourself. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but it's just because I'm, I am really busy. I have two children. I'm an entrepreneur. I've, you know, I have businesses. I have education. And, but I love my job behind the chair as well. I love, and I, I hate even calling it a job, but I, I love doing hair. And it doesn't matter where I'm doing it. I love, but I have to have that accountability with myself to say, why are you doing that? Um, so I love that little tip I always say to a colorist, like ask yourself why. Do you ever ask yourself why? And most of the time we don't. But if you're on your own or somebody else is busy, just say, why am I doing that? And if you write it down. So for me, like journaling has become a huge part of my life. So I journal now my formulas. So I just write them down. I scribble them out sometimes. Like it's literally we have them. Um, on where our, we call it a color lab so where our color lab is um we have it's just this crown board and we pull it out and you can literally just, it's just you know a, a whiteboard marker we just write down on it and again if, if one of my team is asking for you know help we, co we consult with each other as well so we all help each other with consultations um but again having that visual of writing it down and not being afraid to question each other as well because sometimes that's really important as well and then i would also say don't ask too many people because then you get lost in the the, the information yeah. as well yeah and the confusion of it because we all are 
different so what we might do with our client and that's like our clients are attracted to us for a reason and generally they're attracted through social media because we all have our own our own personal brands even now on social media and I want my team to have their own personal brand even though they're working for us at Cut Social I want them to have their own personal brand because then they're going to attract the right you know clients and the right target market for them within our business so I love that because it just it, it it just and it helps us all grow then as well, you know, and, and then we're not concerned about um any of us stealing each other's clients. We're kind of like, no, that's definitely your kind of client. <laughs> and this is definitely my kind of client. And the communication is always better as well. So I think the the, the time that um, people do the most not understanding their why is when they're glazing. Um, when I see on different yeah. Facebook forums, the recipes that people will do, especially, um, I know you're with Joyco, but I'll see like on the Redken users yeah. group, it's like, I use 99V, 9NA, 9WG, like <laughs> they'll do like six different colors. And I'm like, oh, honey, 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 like I, you just wasted, you know, three ounces of color and you just created a, an N basically. Like you did this absolutely. Big everything you've mixed all your primary (laughs) and it's funny because a lot of people then will say you know I love to cocktail I love to cocktail formulas and you know and like I would have loved to do that years ago before I really understood like I'd I'd be like I'll have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and then I you know you do and it browns out and you're like hmm (laughs) and it's only when you understand why and, and you want to learn that and that's going back to what I was saying about you know you have to learn why you have to it's it's part of your job to learn why like I don't think technique alone is enough you need to be going on you know hair science courses and cut like like everything like every kind of course that you can go on that you know has been recommended because I do think recommendations are really good as well when it comes to educators because you have to have a vibe with an educator you have to feel that you can ask them a question like there's there's lots of incredible educators out there but there's there is a couple that I would never go on their courses because I would feel that I couldn't, you know, ask, like ask a question, you know, that way, like, or, or, you know, and I do think that's really important as well. Find the educators that you, you know, that you know that you can ask the, those questions to, but also that know their stuff as well. Yeah, I agree that what's happening now in the industry is a lot of technique driven individual classes, lots of hair painting, lots of technique, but yeah. Most of the people that I've gone to technique classes with don't know their why for the color that they chose. And then when someone asks the question in the group, you know, why did you choose that formula? They kind of get that deer in the headlights look like they can't really answer it because it just happened to work on two clients ago. And and it's just like a, you know, let me throw it all in a bowl and pray. Um, (laughs) So I love, I love what you said about that whiteboard in the dispensary, because to be able to really say, you know, like this, this color has blue violet and that's blue yeah. plus blue plus red and yeah. it's being put on yellow hair. So blue plus blue plus red plus yellow, you yeah. know, the, the one blue and red is violet is going to cancel the yellow and then you're left with more blue. So yeah. when you break yeah. it down like that, I mean, not that we all want to spend all day with every client doing all these little things, but I think if you do it a few times, 
Yeah. And you realize that you're the reason why that result came out muddy because you got all fancy with your 14 different shades in the bowl, um, <laughs> that it's so visual that you're like, oh, okay. Like, even if again. you were to do, even if you were to do that, like, you know, you have a very first client every day and you were to right. write out and, and like that as well. I don't write it out in numbers. I write out in blue, red, yellow. Like, so I write out, yeah, I'm violet. Like, so I write out like, you know, all in color. So it's like a color code in a way that I'm looking at visually for me. It just helps me. And it's it's funny because, you know, I would have heard um, educators talk and, and use, you know, big words and, and I'd get kind of confused. And, I, and but now, like, you know, I realize that those words made them sound great <laughs> and that's not always the best educator like or, or for me that just didn't work for me so for me it was about breaking it down and, and simplifying it um so I could really understand what was happening but even if if you do it like if it was your first client every day that you wrote down you know in color code what it is that you're going to do that sets you up for the day because your brain is starting to think like that then for the day and you don't have to do it for every client but even if it was that was maybe even your morning routine for your color your color clients coming in and it does it really it, it gets your brain working and like the color wheel is the color wheel so if we really understand the color and same with the ph scale like it, it's a scale and, and when you understand those two things like the ph scale took me and i, I still learned so much you know i i was i was doing um we did like a hair science course and one of the reasons i wanted to do it was because i wanted to learn more about it myself as well and um and i was like you know trying to find the ph of like alcohol and gin and everything like my husband was like what are you doing i remember sitting in the kitchen and then i was like you know taking bits of everything out like and I was just trying to to find where everything was and what it all meant and but again it was more to explain like and in Ireland we have um minerals um in our water I'm sure it's the same over there as well um so and like there's iron sulfate as well um can be found in um some uh, well water and there's a lot like even in apartment blocks in Ireland so that was a huge question that I kept getting asked on courses and I was like you know I'm going to see what I can do so I bought these chemistry sets and um, I made ammonia and I made iron sulfate and obviously ammonia, you know, can be found in a lot of hair color or, or something similar as well. Um, so and it was just to try and explain, you know, minerals and what happens, but also in a visual kind of way, but also that we all so everybody we like we had our white coats on, we had our glasses. And I again, it was it. quite it was <laughs> theatrical. It was also that was brilliant. I, I just loved to do it. It was just brilliant. We traveled actually around Ireland, myself and my friend Connor and um, Connor James education. So um, but we traveled around Ireland and it was just such a good course. So has that muted? Oh, no, sorry. no you're good. You're good. I thought it went there. It was just such a great course to teach because we learned so much from it as well. But what we did was um, we got everybody they had like they were in like um, groups of three. So to make the ammonia like there was uh, two people had to hold the tubes and, and you were lighting stuff and then and we made the iron sulfate. And when the ammonia and the iron sulfate hit together, it went like this murky green color. And then we poured it out onto this um, little white kind of, uh, just like a, 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 a terry cloth. Um, and after about like 10 minutes, it oxidized. And when it oxidized, it went this rusty orange brown color, wow, which is something that we so would cool. see, you know, so in hair. And and again, it just gave it that, that, that visual to look at. But for me, even, doing that it made me you know um 
even understand myself what's going on and I'm not a chemist but I I, I just loved even trying to 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 do to do that and and I learned so much and it really it made me kind of like I guess up my my game with my knowledge and wanting to learn more and um but again not being afraid to maybe go out and try things to learn as well because I, I definitely think we can all push you know we can push past some of the major brands um to be you know to be even more and and maybe like I don't know lead our industry into even more greatness and and uh, and exploring things as well I love exploring stuff but then also I have to be careful because sometimes I'm like oh I want to try this and I get so excited about it you know so um but and and then also at the same time I was like oh my god I've just taught everybody how to make ammonia (laughs) (laughs) but I love your passion like you said early on in the conversation that you're 26 years in the industry I'm 35 years in the industry and we could talk like two little hair color nerds probably for four hours straight and never run out of something fun to talk about um so that's that's the key and that's why you're a great educator is because you bring that fun curious little girl side to what you're doing yeah and and when you lose her when you lose that passion and the excitement every day becomes the same and you're behind the chair going through the motions and that's the key to longevity in our industry and I love I love that you bring that to your salon as a leader, as someone behind the chair, and also as an educator. So I know people listening, they're, they're either on their treadmill or they're, they're walking in a park <laughs> or they're in their car and they probably don't have anything to write with, but we will add into the show notes, where can people find you and your education? They're going to want more, more of you after they listen to this. I know I do. <laughs> Thanks so much. Oh, thank you. Um, well, we're going to have to collaborate and do something together as well. Absolutely. Um, so on, I'm, I'm on Instagram as um, Katrina Kelly Education and also known as KK, but it's Katrina Kelly Education would be Instagram handle. I'm on Clubhouse. So I run a clubhouse called salon biz growth mindset and um and we talk mainly about um you know different ways of, of growing your your salon business but again with a growth mindset so everything is all about solutions to problems as opposed to like i you know I, i'd have like life coaches on it as well because even in the salon we do for the team we do cbt training we do um life coach training you know anxiety like everything it's like to me everything is is in the mind um, and it and it really sets it yeah it sets the team up like and we do meditation anything anything my team need I'm like right let's get on this because like one thing doesn't fit fit all like meditation might not work for somebody but you know maybe looking within themselves and and exactly going back to what you said finding that inner child who is allowed to come out every now and again can be really really good so um but yeah so salon based growth mindset and that's the name of the club on clubhouse but again i'm under katrina kk education it is on um instagram and i'm not i'm on facebook but i don't use it that much um our uh, salon page is called cut social um but there that's mainly where i'm i'm on tiktok as well but i'm only new to tiktok but that is I, katrina I kelly education there yet. my kids oh, are like please don't <laughs> <laughs> they already hate that I, I do as much social media as I do. It's embarrassing for them, but you are amazing. Thank you so much for doing uh, this. How are you? Um, we definitely need to get together and uh, do something fun in the future. Yeah. Um, thank you everybody for listening and thank you for being here. And we're going to add um, all that information you just gave will be in the show notes for people to get in touch with you. So everybody, thanks for listening and we will see you on the next one. Thank you. Bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.